What's up guys, this is Steven Fogamomi and I'm your host for the New Music Podcast. So yeah, welcome to part two of how to listen to music. Today we have some pretty cool topics. The first will be the difference between stereo and mono. I bet y'all have heard those terms or have probably seen them on settings of maybe like some speakers you have or maybe a really cool sound system at your house. The other topic will be how literally to listen to new music. (laughs) Um, One of the biggest pieces or parts of this podcast, right, is listening to new artists and me sharing with you some of the coolest, best up-and-coming artists on the internet, on Spotify, on Apple Music, but mostly Spotify, and just sharing my opinions on them. So yeah, on this episode, I want to teach you how to do that on your own as well. Um, I know sometimes people have like their friend who's like their quote-unquote music dealer or everyone knows that family member that just loves music and especially if you do you're probably asking him or her um or they if they know any new artists that you should be listening to or you know that person that's just like i bet this person yo i bet john from down the street and my homie in the neighborhood he knows all the best artists and like dopest music so i should probably ask him yeah i want to help you Turn into maybe your circle of friends, friends' new music dealer. So yeah, that's what we'll be talking about today. Yeah, let's just jump right into the first subject, stereo versus mono. If you're new to the audio world, or if you listen to a lot of music, or if you've just seen the option on either a recording device or something like that, you've probably thought, whoa, what is uh, stereo mono, right? Especially when like pre-writing music and all that, but I never really took the time to like understand it. It's actually something pretty vital and pretty important if you're going to start recording music. Um, something that I think is really easy to like, just imagine it. So kind of like an illustration, right? I'll just start from there and try to dissect it from that point. Um, so you have, let's just pretend you have two speakers, one on your left and one on your right. And you're kind of positioned in front of them, right? Obviously, but a little bit in the center, like as close to the center as possible between the two facing at you. Now, mono is just going to be the same signal coming from both of those. The same sounds. So, for example, let's just say there's a uh, you're listening to rock. That's a good example because there's a lot of instrumentation and different like channels of instruments coming. Right? You got a vocal, you got a drum set, you got a lead guitar, maybe a rhythm guitar too, or multiple if you're listening to like maybe like the Eagles or something. And yeah, there's just a bunch of different sounds. Now they're all just going to be coming equally out of those two speakers towards you and into your drums, right? Now, that's pretty much what mono is. Um, And then I think mono is a prefix, I think. (laughs) All of my English homies out there or scholars, feel free to like email me this or just correct me. But yeah, or message me and DM me. (laughs) Um, But uh, I'm pretty sure it's a prefix for just one or like denoting towards like one thing, right? So that kind of is self-explanatory too, which is kind of cool. Now, stereo, that's where it gets fun especially when you're recording and mixing. So recording music, like instrumentations and stuff like that, or write different parts of a song with all the different instruments. 
it's where you're pretty much going to be placing when you're mixing again. Sorry, um, it's where you're placing those different instruments. Um, if you've listened to a lot of EDM, there's uh, it's really cool. I don't know the exact term. I totally forgot, but it like goes back and forth from the left and right. Um, I know that's like panning is what like the term is, but I think it's side chaining. I can't remember when it's going back and forth and bouncing from your left ear to your right ear, whether you're using earbuds or headphones or like two speakers. Again, right with that illustration, um, the mixing engineer or even the producer or whatnot, they're placing those different sounds on like certain like spots in your head of what it sounds like. I know I've listened to a couple songs where it sounds like there's stuff coming behind you. And uh, <laughs> I've had like the really funny experience. I don't know if you guys, if you've like ever had this experience, but if you guys have ever listened to a song and there's like a sound or some kind of monologue coming from the back direction, and I've turned my head because like, whoa, who's in my room? <laughs> That's actually the magic of stereo because it's again, it's placing the sounds in different spots, and it's really cool once you get inside the intricate like world of that. I still have to learn and master all of that, but. It's a pretty cool concept, and uh, hopefully maybe we'll even go in depth about that on another episode, but I have a homie out there. Again, another shout out for DK. Um, DK Mixes um, is his Instagram handle. He has an episode on his podcast where he goes in depth about stuff like that, so super cool podcast, especially if you're into making beats and hip-hop. But anyways, so yeah, that's what mono and stereo is. It's pretty cool. Now, if we're going to flip on that and go from the illustration and that example, right? to how you would apply that in real life, the application. Um, if you're a, just a consumer, right, if you're just listening to music a lot, you're not really writing stuff or recording stuff, it's really good to at least maybe get a decent, like, sound system for your house or, like, maybe a decent sound system for your car. Another thing that's pretty cool is I would highly recommend this. I have yet to do it, but I need to. I recommend getting like a sound bar and some really nice speakers that you can put around for your like entertainment system. Um, a good example is the movie theaters. One really cool experience I had while watching uh, Star Wars, I think it was the ninth episode, so like the last installment. There's a part at the end of the movie, sorry spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, where Rey is listening to all the different voices of the past uh, and fallen Jedi, and she's asking them to be with her. And this, it's really cool how they did it. I love how they mixed that part. There's different voices. Like there's one of uh, Ahsoka Tano from the Star Wars Rebels and uh, Clone Wars series. She says something, but it's coming from the left side of the movie theater. Mace Windu says something to her, and it's coming from the back of the movie theater. And all these other Jedi that's like coming from the right side, the left, the corner. I think Yoda says something, and it's in the back left corner. So sick. Really smart. You won't be able to fully feel that immersed, like, right, fully immersed into the movie in that, like, moment where the audio engineer of that movie really, or of a song or anything, right, wanted you to, like, feel or hear it if you don't have a nice stereo system. If it's just coming out of your TV, it'll just be coming out of one spot, right? So that's how I would apply that to anyone that's listening that's just a regular consumer of music, which all of us are, really. Now, for people who are mixing, making beats and producing, I highly, highly recommend that you get some decent, like, um, monitors, so, like, the big speakers that go on your left and right of your, like, screen, right? If you don't have money for that, which I totally understand, I would highly recommend looking into at least getting little cheap, like, monitors that you just see for normal computers. I actually, right now, I'm looking at two $5 speakers that my homie Aldridge, <laughs> shout out to Aldridge, bought me because uh, I'm just starting again to making beats and, like, producing. 
and I see the need because I just have headphones right now, uh, mixing headphones, which are really good. And we'll talk about those maybe in another episode. But you really just want to get the like spacing right and the panning correctly if you're going to mix. If you don't really care about that stuff to make it more dynamic with the placement of sound, then that's fine. Like you don't really need it. But I highly recommend it because you're probably going to be doing that at some point. And it's probably going to be really beneficial for your music. Again, if all of my music makers out there. Um, that you know how to place the drums and the vocals because sometimes you want some of those more prominent than the others in certain parts of songs, right? And you can automate that stuff and you can make it so certain things pop out when you want them to and pull back things when you want them to too in certain spots. So yeah, just wanted to explain that really quickly on stereo and mono and I hope that makes sense. But yeah, that's stereo and mono for you. Awesome. So now that we've talked about stereo and mono, let's talk about how to literally listen to new music. <laughs> um, I, in my past, um, have listened and loved certain artists. And I know all of you have your go-tos, right? But even with your most favorite artists, one for me is Daft Punk. I will forever love them and never hate anything that they've created. There's some things that are not my favorite, right? But <laughs> I think you get the point. Um, even with Daft Punk and their great discography that they have available to me and everyone else, I still got to try new things, right? You still have a craving for new things, like just the lust of like something that sounds way nicer and new to your ears. Like sometimes you got you have a craving for it and you got to get it, right? So with that being said, it is very hard sometimes as well for me, even to this day, even though I do it every day. <laughs> To listen to a new artist that I've never heard before and give my time. Give my precious time because that's something we all have, right? And that's something that you cannot buy or find or collect either and not get back. Um, it's just hard to be like, hey, I've never heard this dude's song before. i never heard this girl's song before. So I'm not going to really give it a chance because I love Daft Punk so much. I'll just go where I'm comfortable. Now, I want to hopefully help with that. The first thing I have to jump right into it is uh, this is kind of funny one. This is one that I've accidentally come like across that I think has helped me a lot. Don't look at the album cover. Now, I know that's a little bit kind of strange. It may be controversial because, you know, that's maybe your first insight into what the song will be like. The first insight or like perspective on what the world or realm that the artist wants you to feel or like think about while you listen to the song I know that's the first part again, like that's probably what they want you to think of or see. And I say don't look at the album covers because, for example, I work at home right now and uh, I've been blessed to have like a tech job where I can just stay home and just listen to music and not be bothered, right? And just be in my room by myself while I work. Um, I turn on Spotify and I find a playlist that I've never listened to before or just an artist that I've heard about and my friends told me I should check out. And I usually, sometimes on accident, right, I don't look at the album cover, I'm looking at my work. Now, when I do this, it has helped me think more and focus more on the music, on the vocals, on the beat, on the instrumentation and everything like that, right? And I think that's a good example because 
I focus less on what the artist looks like, maybe, on what the song album cover looks like, on what maybe potentially they want me to um, just like perceive and like feel from the song. And that's not to say that we shouldn't try to like listen, right? I'm not saying like, don't listen to a rap song and try not to think about like the things that they're sharing and spilling from their soul out for you to like feel and understand or think about or just vibe to. I'm saying just don't let the appearance distract you. The appearance of the, of the album cover or the single cover, the appearance of the artist again, and maybe anything else that's like visually or aesthetically distracting, right? And there's a couple like uh, people who maybe want you to see that. For example, I think uh, Billie Eilish, she's a perfect example. I think she really cares about, or maybe her team, I don't know, cares really about how you want and how she wants you to see the like visuals. She has some really cool videos and she has some pretty interesting uh, like very hair color and all that different stuff that she has going on with her getup. And that's dope. But at the same time though, you know what I'm saying? From like the other side of the spectrum, try to listen to the song and try to just listen to songs, especially new songs, right? Without looking at the album cover. You can feel something and hear something or even listen to a lyric that, or a couple lyrics that'll hit you if you weren't busy looking at the album cover or reading into the artist or something, right? Now I know most consumers or like people who listen to music, they don't like normally listen, like read the bio or like try to look up videos of stuff to watch about to understand the artist more or their like life outside of music. But yeah, like sometimes listen to music, you will actually get that. And I'm like proposing the question, maybe you'll understand them more if you actually listen to the lyrics. Because right, I think most of us when we listen to a song, especially radio, right, and pop, you just really love like the vibe. And you maybe don't pay attention to the lyrics exactly. And that's a whole another story for another day, but... <laughs> But yeah, I'm just saying and suggesting you will probably get the feeling more and I think you'll vibe more too, which is kind of funny. If you just pay attention to the music itself more and first, listen to that first and focus on that first, as opposed to if you look at the artists, look at their brand, look at the color scheme that they're doing and look at the album cover. So yeah, that's just one of my suggestions. Next one would be... Um, going on, I guess, just on that vein of like reading into like the bio of artists and looking into their like lives and stuff. I have loved artists more and I feel like I've been more connected to them, even though I've never met them. To the artists I love, once I watch interviews with them and I actually hear their real voice as opposed to their singing voice. Or I feel like I've watched their TED Talks. <laughs> um, what's his name? Scott Biscuddy is one. That's Kid Cuddy for anyone that doesn't know. I feel like I love that guy and his music more because I've watched his TED Talk. And he actually has one, which is really funny. You should watch it. It's really cool. Inspiring. Um, and on that again, um, let's see. Who's another one? Like, I feel like I've loved and learned a lot more about a person and appreciated their music and where the music is coming from as well. Another one is Snow Allegra. And I'll talk about her probably in another episode of the New Music Podcast. But uh, she is from Sweden, if I, if I remember correctly. She's half... Uh, Middle Eastern, and she's half Swedish, and she sings R&B, cinematic R&B, and it's mostly popular in the U.S., right? I would have never known if I didn't look into it and just be like, oh, I see where she's coming from all those different vibes and what she's pulling from. That's dope. I love the music even more. So another suggestion right there. Love that one. Um, So yeah, something I just love that I've tried doing. 
And another really cool point about that is there are so many good benefits to just listening and trying out new things and just getting more into like a diverse and maybe even uncomfortable like place. For example, I'll give you a perfect one that has to do with me. I have never liked country when I was younger. But the funny thing is, is when I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I need to stop hating a genre, right? I need to stop telling myself and telling others, you know, like, this sucks, this is terrible, country music, Brad Paisley, no, 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 miss me with that. (laughs) But as I have taught myself to tolerate country, I've learned some really cool stuff. Like, one, for example, if you're a songwriter, you can really learn how to, like, write a story, how to storytell, like, right? Some of the best storytelling I've ever heard in music is from country music. And I've learned that a lot. And uh, shout out to Thomas Rhett. Uh, Die Happy Man is one of the best songs ever. I'm not just saying country ever I've ever heard. I love it. And yeah, it's more on the pop country side, but I love everything on that song. It's just so, it's so relatable. And I've learned how to like apply it and that stuff and implement it in my songwriting. So yeah, thank you country. Thank you, Thomas Rhett. So that's what I'm saying, like, try new genres, too. And uh, another good way to do that is nowadays, on Spotify especially, there's a lot of genre blending, like, pockets. For example, there's a really cool, and I feel like it's, like, pretty prominent now, uh, like, in between rock and in between rap, kind of, like, there's a genre right there. So if you're into rap a lot and you don't really like rock, highly recommend listening to some of those artists that combine the two. And then that'll be a good segue, right? For you to, like, try out rock to see if you really like it. I wouldn't even suggest, right? Unless you could, if you want to go cold turkey and just, like, dive right into, like, ACDC, Metallica, and all that stuff. But vice versa as well. All my rockers, try listening to some rappers who have rock in their music. I bet you'll find something you like. All right, well, that's pretty much it for today's segment of How to Listen to Music and this episode of the New Music Podcast. Um, For all my Apple Podcast listeners, please leave an honest review. Um, If you love the podcast, thank you so much. That would really help. If you don't, please leave some honest feedback. What you like, what you don't like, what you'd like me to talk more about or less. For everyone else on Spotify and every other podcast streaming platform out there, please save or like the podcast and the episodes if you really like what we're talking about here. But yeah, check out my music too. Um, if you didn't know the beats and like the songs and the little memos, voice and like, guitar ditties you hear between for like the breaks of these episodes. Yeah, I write or wrote or produced, made all of them. So <laughs> some of them I've collaborated with some friends. But yeah, that's my music. So check my music out. And if you guys like this episode or any of my music online on all the streaming platforms, yeah, please share with a friend or share on the social medias. On all social media, my name is just Steven Fogamomi. Kind of a cool perk of having a pretty unique name. <laughs> but also, last thing I wanted to share with you guys, I appreciate the listens and I appreciate the love. If you want to contact me, yeah, DM me, email me, DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook if you find me. Um, email me at music at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys want to hear me talk about something, if you want to chat about something, or if you want to collaborate on music stuff, heck yeah, please just reach out. Feel free. As always, my friends, stay chill, stay fresh.